Hey there, it's Susan Bradley, and you are on the roadmap to 50K. So listen, if you are one of those people who just wishes you could step on the gas a little bit and get your business built faster, this episode is for you. You're going to meet four people who have done just that. They've had amazing transformations and they have supersized their business in a year. They're going to tell you how, so let's just get to it. Buckle up, hop on in, and we'll hear how they did it. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores, where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast-track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So, buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back. Listen, I have four amazing uh, ladies for you to meet today, and I'm so excited for you to meet them. They all run their own business. Their businesses are incredibly different, like really, really different. And I feel like I know these ladies really well because they're part of this small little group. We have this reliable revenue coaching group. And so over time, I really get to learn about their businesses. We have our little inside jokes. I just asked Allison, how, what do I call? (laughs) What do I call her products? Because we'll find out in a minute, but, um, But yeah, it's a really great little group. And what I really want you to hear from them is how they feel about their businesses now and what they've accomplished in a short time. Because I know for so many of us, myself included, when we're trying to build a business, it feels like we are literally crawling our way up a mountain. And so I think that uh, it's going to be really inspiring for you to hear from these ladies because they've all felt like this, but uh, we're talking about a really different reality now. Now, in our group, uh, you know, they are sharing lots. We talk pretty openly in that group. They hold each other accountable. And I want you to just hear their stories because they're really not that much different than you. And so I want you to see how they've been able to make really what's significant changes in their business over a relatively short period of time. So I am going to introduce them to you one at a time. Hey, ladies, when I uh, introduce you, We all need to know, uh, first your name, of course, what you sell, and either why, a little bit about why you started the business and and how long you've been doing this. And so, Joanne, since you're right beside me on the screen, I'm going to ask you to unmute and just share with everybody a little bit about you and your story. Hi, (laughs) my name is Joanne Litz, and I design, make, and sell creative, comfortable boho clothing. I have been in business for 28 years. Uh, To be honest, I had set a goal for myself that I would have my own business by the time I was 30. So at 29, I quit my job, but that's a whole nother story. Wow. And so I got to say, I started my business, my first business when I was 32. And you and I were, were, it's something about that age thing that when you (laughs) turn 30, you had, I had to hit that goal. It didn't matter, you know, any how successful it was going to be. I just needed to be there. So that's so cool. That's what I did. So you make boho clothing, as we know, you have a little studio in Philadelphia and you've been in 20 in business for 28 years, but really selling online. How long has it been since you've been selling online? Um, probably five years, um, but I joined I joined the inner circle in October of 2018. You remember. 
So cool. I actually looked it up because I was like, how long have I been? <laughs> how long? It feels like forever, right? Yeah, it does. It, really does. it does. Okay, so that's great. So I'm going to ask you to mute and I'm going to ask Jen to introduce herself. And uh, she has a really interesting business too. So Joanne is a maker, but Jen, you're not a maker, but sort of kind of tell everybody about your business. Sure. My name's Jen Jetta, and I have an online boutique. It's called JJ Caprices. And when it was a thing, I would travel the planet and mm-hmm. I would curate handmade women's accessories and uh, jewelry that I discovered from my travels. And in my shop, I like to bring them to life by telling their story of the artisan who makes them, the you know fantastic land they come from, or the traditional technique used to used to make them. Yeah, and, yeah. And I've been in business for seven years, which is sort of strange to me. Crazy. <laughs> you, I feel like I, I uh, like you're not a maker, but you're kind of right. Like you, when you connect with these people, you have them make these pieces for you. And there's not very many of them, right? Like it's really exclusive. Many of my pieces are one of a kind or I only get a few. Um, I know all my artisans personally, and I think I have 20 different countries featured in my shop. So it's, (laughs) so working with all these people individually in different time zones and over WhatsApp, it just, yeah, at some level I am, I do feel like the maker because I'm right side with them. Yeah. And so did you start the business just like, so you could, had a really good excuse for your travel habit? No. Deal with that. It had always, I feel like I've always worked to, um, when I was married and before my jobs always were helping fulfill other people's dreams. Mm -hmm. And when I was married, I wanted to have my own business, but it just, and my husband, my ex-husband was not a bad person, but that just wasn't in the cards for him, for me. So when I got divorced in 2011, I left for Paris and kind of for two years did my figuring out what I wanted to do with my life. And I knew it was have my own business. So I came back and and started what you see today. Wow. So good. I just, um, I bet you can't wait till you can travel again. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, you have a great story. So I'm going to I'm going to actually now ask Nicola to introduce herself because you are totally not a maker. You are a reselling product. You are hilarious. So you have to tell everybody <laughs> what you sell and you just make me laugh. So tell everybody your story. Hi, so I'm Nicola Graylin. Um, I started my business back in 2009 when I went to Florida to, you know, on holiday with my husband and kids. Um, I was walking in a shop, seeing all these fishing rods that the kids wanted to go fishing with, which I love fishing. Um, so I went in there, but at the back of the store, were these really lovely little sparkly sandals. So I kitted myself out with all these new sandals. And then when I come home, everyone was saying, oh, where'd you get your sandals? Oh, they're nice sandals. And I thought, do you know what? I've spent hundreds of dollars on shoes and no one has ever commented on them. These are like the cheapest brand I've ever bought. And, you know, everyone's loving them. So I thought, oh, okay, I'll get some more. Couldn't find them online. So I thought, well, I'll just have to start a business selling them. But at that time, I was living in Chicago, and I didn't really quite know how to set up a business, what to do. So I ended up, I I bought three boxes from the company and said, oh, I'm going to sell these. And they was, oh, okay. And my husband kept moaning at me because he kept tripping over them in the garage. And I started and I just sat up night after night reading what to do on websites and 
now I'm one of the biggest retailers of them and I ship them all across the world. Um, you know, so it's been fun. It's an interesting journey. <laughs> so crazy. I didn't realize you'd been in business so long. So you, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Candles. So good. Yeah. I I just love the fact I the first one of the first things I did when we started working together was look at your about page and and reading you had a very funny way of putting it that you were just ditching those kids and you were getting the sandals and that yeah yeah my first priority was those sandals once <laughs> I see them <laughs> oh so good so you're not a maker you are a reseller but you have an incredibly successful business yay yay so now I'm going to say hi to Allison who uh so Allison your products are luxury medical okay tell me again luxury or curated home medical equipment so things like walkers diabetic socks compression socks incontinence products yeah. So that's the way we describe it is I, we're going to, I, from now on, you're the luxury. I'm just, I can aspire to get the luxury walker in about 10 years. Hopefully longer than that, but you know. Yeah, hopefully. So tell everybody, so you are actually a medical professional. Tell everybody what made you decide to start this business. So cool. Uh, I'm an occupational therapist and have been for a very long time, but the idea actually started with my grandmother. When she started to get dementia, my mom wanted to buy her a clock that showed not only the time, but the day and the date. And everything we could find was really industrial looking. And she said, I wish there was a website for people that were willing to spend more money for nicer things like this. So that planted the seed, but my kids were little and I just didn't have the gumption to try to figure it out. That combined with a lot of the patients I've had, thousands of them over the years, that you present them with a standard tub bench or walker and their face just drops. It makes them feel awful about themselves. And it's a health, it's a mental health issue. It's a physical health issue. People don't want to use the product. So I started saying there has to be nicer stuff out there. So like Nicola, I'm a reseller. I don't make any of my own products right now, but I import a lot of them from countries that have better design aesthetics than the U S. So cool. And you, um, you still work as an OT like one day a week or? Yeah, like five hour, five to 10 hours a week. Yeah. It keeps you connected though with right. what people want. So right. cool. Yeah. So I've known what you sell, sell for a long time, but I just didn't realize, like, well, how do you put a, because we all kind of joke in reliable revenue about, you know, Allison's got the walkers when you need one. Yeah. <laughs> But I never knew luxury. That's a really good way of, of saying it. So listen, thank you so much. So listen, let's talk about uh, let's talk about where uh, where we are in our businesses. I, I've got my notebook here because I wanted to ask you, like in the last year or so, and Joanne, let's just start with you. What like what do you see as your progress? Like what big milestone have you hit? in the last year or so. I know you've got a bunch, so. I do. Yeah, and then I, I wanna know how you got there. Everybody does well, actually. I mean, first of all, you know, this year has been unlike any other year. Yes. Um, so I had uh, like four or five different revenue streams and um, they all went away <laughs> except for the one. Yeah. Um, I and, and I ended up the year doing better than last year when I had all of those things going. So that for me was just like 
eye-opening that I can actually have an online business and I don't have to go running to shows and um, selling to a lot of retailers and I can figure it out myself. Uh, so that was a bit, that was a big thing for me. And you're sitting in your bricks and mortar as we speak, right? In the back. Yes. Well, yeah. Cause I have a, my bricks and mortar, the store is in the front of my stu- my workshop. So, I mean, my initial concept was to have it that way so that I, when I'm here, I can be working. Yeah. And so how long is the actual store? Like, is it closed? Has it been closed most of the year? Uh, not that it's closed, but nobody comes. Nobody comes. No, I mean, I ha- I do get some people now and again, but for the most part, um, it's, I do have the open sign on. <laughs> and I think, you know, four days a week at this point, because like in the beginning, I used to be open seven days a week in the wintertime, but, uh, you know, there's really no point. Yeah. So you have lost your in-person shows. You've lost your wholesale accounts. You've lost your brick and mortar sales, which used to uh, be far more than your online sales. And and even though you've lost all that, you actually had uh, your best year ever. As far I was up 20 percent. Wow. OK, what would you do overall? How did you make that happen? What's this? What's your? I joined. <laughs> well, I mean, I had joined when I joined yeah, the Inner Circle. You know, that was my goal was to go that, in that direction. So when everything happened, it was sort of I was already on the freight track to do that. Yeah. Um, and I think you know, coming to the workshop uh, last January, right before things went down, was yeah. probably the best thing I've ever done, done in my whole life, as far wow. as you know, just. It really made me sit down and think about my business in a different way. So, oh, so um, can I just ask you about that? Because uh, so we had uh, guys, we had a reliable revenue workshop last year at the very end of January before when nobody knew what was coming, <laughs> and it was uh, two days of, uh, and it was Claudia Howard and I, and it was for implementation of uh, reliable revenue. And so I was sweating bullets about that thing. Can we just talk about that? Like I have never done anything like that before. And I'm like, whoa, I got to make sure everybody gets what they came for. And so what did you get from that that was different than do it working online? I'm really going off the path, but I would love to know. Um, I think, first of all, it helped me to focus on my numbers, which I never did before. I'm a creative. I have a really hard time with that side of the business. I think it also was like having other people, you know, being with all these other people. We all had did a very different things, but we had similar. We all wanted to do better in our business. Um, I don't know. I think in person, it just amped it up. I mean, I definitely get a, I get a reliable revenue. I get a ton out of, um, I love, you know, a lot of what you're doing there. Um, but in person was just, I don't know. It just was a game changer for me. I got to do it again. Like, honestly, yes, you do. Please. We, travel, we have to all go, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we, We're all waiting. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I had this thought, um, this is a podcast, but I just want to tell you, I had this thought that maybe November, maybe November, it will all be better. Like maybe we can all have our shots or whatever it is we're going to do by then. But I'm really anxious to uh, get us all together again, because it, there was nothing better than, like I've known you for a long time, but to get to actually meet you in person, I want to meet everybody because it was- I so also fun. think that in January, it was, it was when you did, it was good because it's in the beginning of the year yeah. and you helped us to really try to structure our year ah. and get ahead of it. So, you know, December, January, 
yeah. Good time. So, okay. So you went to the workshop uh, and so we did a lot of implementation at the workshop. So really did that just, even though we didn't know about COVID then, did that just uh, set you up with a plan for the year? Like what was it that you implemented that got you on this, uh, on this trajectory? Well, you have lots of plans for us and lots of work, work, sheets and I filled them all out and you know having a plan was a really important is really the main um that's how you get where you're yeah. going um and I just want to say I because I, I looked this up before we came on I had my online sales are up 91 percent oh from year gosh. to year and my conversion rate is up 70 percent so wow. that those steps that we took at that I really feel like that workshop really got me to that point. Wow. That mm-hmm. is so good. You've got to feel like, oh, good for you. That's, yeah. that's amazing because um, like, I remember when you were just saying, you know, I got, I have, I know I have to make this happen online and you didn't have a lot of sales. So that's great. Good for you. Thank you so much. What about you, Jen? What, do, what milestone did you hit? I got one for you. If you don't have one for you, I, I know one. one you have for me. You know you do. <laughs> <laughs> but I think so much like Joanne, uh, prior to this past year, forty to fifty percent of my sales were offline. Even though my shop is an online boutique, it's always started as an online boutique. But these offline events were so easy for me to make quick money. Yeah. And so I sort of got, um, I don't want to say complacent, but I, I started to rely on them. So during when COVID hit, all of a sudden I couldn't do an offline event. And what, was, and what I think is so cool and was so cool about being part of the inner circle and reliable revenue is while I knew everything that I need to do to have a successful online business, um, I wasn't focusing on those things until I had to. You had and to. COVID like gave me the opportunity to really focus on growing my email list, doubling my traffic, hiring help, all the things that I need to do to become a scalable business because running around the country doing shows or going to pop-ups at winery isn't scalable. So I would say, and while unlike Joanne, I didn't have my best year yet, I was only 15% under um, total revenue from 2019, which for me was actually a really huge win. Yeah, because you had a great year the year before. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think yeah. what you said there was just a really, uh, like that was something people should walk away with is that you didn't focus on those things until you had to. But once you did, it was like, it was like that temptation of the easy money was gone because you're comfortable and you know what you're doing and you don't have to test a bunch of things. So darn good. But I just want to congratulate you on this because this is something that everybody struggles with pretty much everybody. Can we just all like have a moment for Jen that she finally hired someone? (laughs) How, How many combos did we have about that? Yeah. Oh, no, there was, there was a few. Yes, there was a few. And she's, and what's great too, is she's great. She doesn't come over. She comes over twice a week and she works offline as well. And I also, I hired an offshore resource too, to help with some um, things, you know, Pinterest and some other, some other little things, but it's, and you know, what's, what's also been great is I was kind of uncomfortable with the whole delegating of tasks in the first few months, but and I've only had her now, I think, for about three months. So she is brand new. 
but I'm starting to like get comfortable with like, you know, now she's writing influencers to help us come up with um, ways to do giveaways or, you know, grow our audience through different influencers. She's helping with the sourcing and buying. She speaks uh, Spanish as well. So she can work with some of my artisans. So it's, it's so, it's just been so uh, freeing. <laughs> I was going to say, and what has that meant for you? Cause I know it was a struggle on many levels, like to find the right person and then, uh, just to to uh, allow yourself to believe that somebody else actually could do a lot of these things that you were doing yourself. But what has it meant for you even in three months? Like, what are you able to fill your time with now besides your morning routine, your new morning routine, which is so fun? <laughs> it's, it goes back to like the, the scalability things are what are things I can do now to make my business grow even more? So I'm working, um, like we were talking about before we started, is the VIP program, doing a special wow. program um, for a VIP group, um, honing more in on, on figuring out my advertising a little bit better. I know that's an improvement point in my Facebook ads and Google ads. Um, so some of those more marketing type yeah. aspects versus, uh, you know, picking and packing. and Yeah, more of the $200 an hour jobs instead of the $20 an hour jobs. Precisely. Yep. So good. Thank you for that. I was like, when you finally found someone, I know you, you, it's hard, especially during COVID, but I was like, okay, now she's going to be able to go because I remember when you couldn't even get all your stuff listed because you were so busy selling that, you know, I think that's a common problem. Like first your problem is no sales. And then once you start, uh, you do the things you need to do to get sales, then your problem is no time. And you're actually the barrier to getting sales. <laughs> I know. So, and now my problem is trying to be is keeping, making sure inventory level stays high, right? Uh, right do interesting things in the shop. So that's like, we're the sort of this next level is. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear more about that. That's a good problem to have because that's kind of the fun part, right? Like getting new products. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So good. So Nicola, you have had an amazing transformation this year. So can you share with everybody kind of what your what your year looked like? Yeah. So at the beginning of the year, it wasn't looking fantastic. Um, you know, my sales were down from the previous year. I did a couple of really good years, um, 17 and 18, but um, that was all really due to Google ads and spending an absolute fortune in ads. Mm -hmm. And then at the beginning of the last year, I thought, oh, I need to, I need to do something. Something's got to change or this business is going. So I'd always followed you for years. I'd done your free traffic boot camp back in the day. Yeah. And I was always getting back to join in your groups, but I never quite made it back. And then I remember sitting there and thinking, right, where's that social sales girls? Let me get back on there. And so off I went on there. And then you had the reliable revenue calls. Yeah, you yeah. weren't an inner circle member. You just came. No, I wasn't. I just yeah. was like, this is what I'm going to do because I'd heard about that previously. And so I signed up for that course. And I remember in them first couple of weeks that we'd done that course and you were saying, you need to email, you need to do that. And I was thinking, oh, my God, this woman doesn't know what she's talking about. How can I email customers every single week? What do I say to them? And so I just kept going, I think she's nuts. And then I'd log on to Clavio and send another email out and I'd get more sales come back in. And I'm like, oh my God, like she's right what she's saying. And so I got all my emails out and that was really the turning point for me was those emails. Wow. So 
I've done, I followed your program exact. If you said send an email out, that email was out that afternoon. You did a little moaning though, a little bit. Oh yeah. Oh, I moaned a lot about that. (laughs) Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, I was just like... She, I, I can't send it to this many people. You know, they're going to just start unsubscribing. But in the past, what I'd done with email marketing is if someone unsubscribed, I'd think, oh, oh, I better not send no more emails. Yeah. Instead of focusing on the 5,000 that did open the email, I focused on the two that unsubscribed. And so I didn't ever email the others back again. So I now email every single week regardless yeah, you have actually you've taken the training and kind of made your own plan yeah figured out what works for you and so yeah. now you're totally the boss of that and you're getting yeah. huge results yeah so my emails are fantastic so I went from probably having 10% of my sales come from email to last year having nearly 50% of sales from email and this year I'm going to try and get between 60 and 70 percent of my sales from email so you just need to build that list and yeah that's that's what I'm concentrating on I'm I'm, my next one is going to be the Facebook marketing um doing my own Facebook ads yeah which I do now instead of keep paying people to do everything for me yeah well and even if you end up ultimately paying people if you have a like a spidey sense of what what works for your business and what you need to do then when you do hire someone you know whether you're getting good results or not like nobody can yeah. can skew it in any other way but what i love uh for you and your business because you're one of those businesses that could be seasonal right like you said i am very seasonal yeah Yeah. and so when we sat down uh last fall just before the fourth quarter your goal was to uh you had a sales goal for those those icky months i did yeah i didn't quite meet them um on any of the months but I got more money in each of those months than I had done in the previous year. And then there was a video recording or a Zoom call that we'd done again um, to everyone in the group. And you said, get rid of, put everything on sale that is just sitting there taking up space and you're not going to sell. And I went out and I'd done that in December and I had my biggest December ever because I just, I thought, that's what she said to do. So I went in, I put it all on sale. I sent constant emails out and the stock just flew out the door. We're all in love with our inventory or we like, it's so different. Like that's what I know is, um, and Joanne, you might be able to relate to this. That online is so different than bricks and mortar because you're actually better off to have less selection and go deep than have all the things because people won't look through that many pages. And especially when they're on a phone. Like, so yeah, that is just costing you money and junking up your head and your life. And you use 3PL, so even more, right? Like you don't yeah. do anything. You are never hanging out with a tape cut. No, that's it. Okay. I'm like, I don't want to pay for storage space. Yeah. Stuff <laughs> is just collecting dust. And so yeah. cool that you gave Allison uh, your 3PL. Yeah, yeah. I was doing backflips the day. So speaking of Allison... I was doing backflips the day that you uh, that you uh, said you were driving yeah. to uh, to your new three PL. So so you had met a huge milestone this year. So uh, share what you'd like about that, and and I'd love to know when you drill it down. What what got you there? 
So my sales were up over 200% for 2020 over 2019, which meant I broke six figures, which was a big deal for me. Yeah. So I think what got me there was consistency. Ever since I joined the inner circle, I've been consistent about the Facebook ads, but not as consistent about the email. And I think it was also Google search, which I did with one of the coaches from Reliable Revenue. Um, And again, like you just said, focusing on the products that work, like being more narrow than trying to be really broad. And I think that Reliable Revenue, just like Nicholas said, it gave me a plan. You know, when you're going through the course, it's, this is, you know, day five, we do this. This is day 10, we do this. It's not a negotiation. We're just going to do it. (laughs) And let's see what happens. (laughs) And it just, it makes it, it kind of takes away a lot of the noise of, should I be doing this? Should I be doing this? Being like, focus on this right now, do this at this time, and then we'll move on to this. What I love, though, is that you, um, all of you, like, because you did that, because you actually just did the work and got some results and figured out what works for your business, now I feel like you you have your own direction, too. Like, for sure, I can, you know, come up, pop out of nowhere and say, oh, I think we should try this. And, and then you can make a good decision about whether you'll do it or you won't, because you already have so much knowledge about what works for your business. And I feel like actually a bunch of you could school me on the doggo. <laughs> Because I have never felt so much uh, like uh, someone who works with us when they first come in, because all that flopping around is real, right? All that, should I do this? Or should I do that? Or, well, I did this, but I don't think it worked, but maybe it worked. And, you know, all that overwhelm, decision overwhelm, and uh, in your head, making stuff up, like two people unsubscribe, so, well, you better just, it's it's over. Everybody hates you now because you sent an extra email. (laughs) (laughs) like that kind of stuff that we all do. Um, You know, we just, we just can't help ourselves because we're too close for it. So to it. So I love that uh, you all have the confidence now to not sweat those things because it's real, whether you're me who's, you know, built and sold a couple of businesses or somebody who's never been an e-commerce store owner. So I love that. So listen, I'm going to ask another question. I'm going to ask you, and I'll ask you first, Joanne. So uh, you've been in Reliable Revenue for a long time. You went to the workshop, um, but when you when you joined us, like were you was it just that you knew that you needed help with online sales? What were you trying to fix in your business? Um, well, firstly, I want to say that when you talked about you know uh, what to do, and we you might come up with some ideas, we all agree in the group that like whatever Susan says you do, cause it works oh. <laughs> as first, because <laughs> everything I have ever done that you, that you've told me to do has worked really well. And that is a big reason why I'm, I'm in reliable revenue is because oh, you. you are so smart. Um, now I forget the question. <laughs> I'm no, sorry. So the question is, what was it? What were you looking to fix? So often people oh. want to know what's different between being in the inner circle and what's different and the reliable revenue. What's the difference? Well, I had decided when I joined um, Inner Circle that my goal was to move as much as I could online. I, I was tired of doing wholesale, um, and I really wanted to uh, only have a little bit of wholesale, and I wanted to have a little bit of brick and mortar, and I didn't want to do shows anymore. Um, 
And I figured the only way around that was to be online. So uh, the Inner Circle was a good starter. It's like a good starter set. But when you offered reliable revenue, um, I knew that's where I should be because I needed the more attention. Um, then, I mean, there, I, what I love about the Inner Circle and reliable revenue is that it's not just you, it's, it's everybody and everybody comes in and gives their opinions. And it's, and I've learned, and I've gotten some really good tips even lately, like on different programs to use and things like that. Um, and also when you're a business person kind of alone, <laughs> it's a place to go to get bounce ideas off of. Um, yeah, but I do like the, I do like the intimacy of reliable revenue because um, I feel like, you know, our group coaching calls, we get, I get a lot out of those. Even if I'm just sitting there listening, whoever is you're answering, I learn so much every time. So, so cool. um, I don't know if I answered it's a your nice, question, but. Oh, no, it's a nice tight group. I love, I love, um, I love that you all kind of know what each other does. And I hate when I miss it the live one. I mean, I do try to listen afterwards, but it's not the same No, as being there. It's it's kind of like being in, you know, it's almost, it's similar to being in person. It does have a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. I have so much fun because I feel like I, uh, like it's so fun to watch you all do the things that you do. And some of you are doing some really interesting things like that, that need to be shared. And like you, before we jumped on, you talked about the art party. So we won't talk about that now, but we definitely need to talk about that because that's a huge big deal. And you also have that quiz that is a giant lead generation that we need to talk about. And there's just so many fun things. Jen, you, (laughs) Jen's like, who me? (laughs) So you had that, uh, you had that amazing story about, and, and that turned into uh, such a great fundraiser for one of uh, a girl that you met on your travels. Mm -hmm. And I will always remember that. Like you are a really good storyteller about the people who you are really uh, supporting. And so I think like if I, if it weren't for this tight group, I wouldn't know things like that. And so I love, uh, I love that. Jen was, were you just talking at a hotel? You were waiting in the rain. Yeah. That's exactly it. I was in Kenya. It was my last day in Kenya. I was flying out the next day and I was stuck in a rainstorm waiting for an Uber. It took 90 minutes for my Uber to come. And I, uh, took cover with a young security guard named Sarah. She was 22, single mom. And we just had, a you know, this lovely 90 minutes of getting to know each other. And when my Uber came, we exchanged WhatsApp numbers and just, you know, kept in touch. And this very short meeting inspired her to go back to college to get a degree because she no longer wanted her $2 a day job sitting in the rain, you know, doing security. And somehow our short interaction inspired her to go back to get her degree. When I checked in on her after her first year, she wasn't able to um, pay for her second year of college just because it's very expensive for her. And she had to also work while still going to college while still being single mom. So what we did in the shop is we had a fundraiser for her to pay for her second year of college. And it's actually been just very magical because now she's, she has a chicken farm, um, which was her mom's dream. So they bought chickens and they have this, I mean, it's just, it's just this beautiful, magical story of how our, my little shop and my wonderful team together to support this this woman on the other side of the globe who is just so 
thankful. And we're just so thankful to know her. Yeah. What's amazing though, to me is that you're such, it's really it, uh, speaks to your skill of building a community because when you were telling me the story, I'm like, okay, how, how do I give you money? for this. And so I, I went to give you money and you'd already raised all the money you needed. So I gave you money anyway, but for her, but yeah, and I think I it within a day, right? Like it was, it yeah. was really, really amazing. So all that aside, tell me like when you joined, cause you were an inner circle member before you joined reliable revenue, when you joined, what was it that you were looking to change in your business? What did you want? How did you know you were ready to do this? Reliable revenue. Of course, that's what I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. The reliable revenue part is true. Yeah, absolutely. And um, for me, you know, it's one of those things. It's true. Like if you build it, people don't necessarily come. And I'm also the type of personality, whereas the inner circle is wonderful, but I tend to work better or um, in smaller groups. I can hear more in smaller groups. And so um, I, I knew that I, I likely would thrive more in a smaller group. And it is a higher price point commitment yeah. as well. And so for me, that was, you know, if, if I pay more, I'm going to invest more in my time and energy and making sure I'm committed to the ideas and being part of a community that would also be cheering me on. And, and we're sort of next level businesses as well is something to aspire to. So that was important to me to be surrounding myself too with um, other like-minded business owners who maybe were a step or two above me, but but not in t- not in an intimidating way. Yeah, like not like I oh gosh how will I ever I'm embarrassed. Right, right. In fact, yeah. and I think and I think I think that's actually one of the most powerful things is like everyone thinks the same thing as I do. They just maybe have you know they figured it out six months ago and I'm going to figure it out this month type of thing. Yeah, but I feel like you're figuring it out. <laughs> but thanks to you and thanks to everyone else on this call and honestly it's it's oh, it's really good. Yeah. and I think the neatest thing about all of this is I don't know if last year at this time I would be talking about my business with as as much like confidence and pride and so there's there's something about um just like getting the tools that gives you the confidence so that when I say I'm an owner of a small business, I actually own it. Like I, I own, I own a thriving small business. Yeah. It, it feels good to say that. Yeah. Because you can, like, you've got, anyone could ask you anything and you know, the numbers like you, like, that's a thing. So I have to talk to Allison about that too, but we all know it's a thing in there. Like you get paid, <laughs> you pay yourself <laughs> or there's, you know, or there's a goal to pay yourself, but most everybody pays themselves, which is, it's a real business. These are real businesses that pay people and pay us. I love that. So good. So Nicola, what about you? You were looking for something to fix your, whatever your, your issue was, which was, yeah, I I just, I I needed to fix, I knew I needed to fix something, which was why I done the little short course of reliable revenue that you done. And then in learning, and I got so many sales in that, it literally paid for that course. Oh, good. Yeah. So then when you offered this one going forward, I thought, this is it. I am in 
I'm either going to be all in or I'm out. So I thought I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to pay for this. I'm going to do this month in, month out. I'm going to follow everything that you tell me to do. I'm going to just do it. So i done that. And on the day I joined Reliable Revenue, I fired my people that was doing my ad accounts for Facebook and they was doing my Google ads. And I thought, that is it. We are in this now together. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm taking this forward and I'm not having these people, you know, who I don't understand what they're talking to me about when they yeah. say about, yeah, they could have said anything to me. Like, oh, okay then. So um, I thought I'd rather spend the money with you because I've had, you know, I've had the last six weeks where I've done really well and followed everything you said. I'd done your traffic boot camp years before and yeah. had the same success. So I thought this is where it's at. I'm going to, do this and hopefully this will work out okay and it's worked out fantastic (laughs) you're looking you were looking to take control really yeah I wanted to take control I never really knew my numbers completely I knew I mean I I done how much I'd gone in sales I never really those spreadsheets that we fill out yeah I fill those out constantly and I feel do you love filling it out do you love filling it out I love filling it I'm a spreadsheet geek though (laughs) I like seeing the progress because like particularly, you know, you talked about two people unsubscribe and you're like, oh, but always for all of us in our business and any given week, there's something that doesn't go well. And it really affects your, you know, how you're feeling about the business. But when you actually sit down and fill out that sheet and you see. Yeah. I went back and I filled back all of my years as well. I couldn't leave it. So I went back. I went back as far as I could with Google Analytics, which I think was 2016, and I filled out everything. So oh. now I can look and go, oh, this happened in 17, this happened in 18, and, you know, which yeah. is good. But I, actually, I don't actually close that spreadsheet down. It's always open on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Your family probably thinks you're nuts, but it's No, they do. They used to be now. <laughs> they just felt weird. <laughs> Oh, so good. So Allison, you are the dead mother in the group for sure. And she is the one that holds us accountable. So I know you all have your accountability, uh, you know, the groups that you work in, but Allison is beats me probably five weeks out of six. And somebody else popped in and beat both of us last week on Payday Friday. What happened there? We really dropped the ball. But So I love that you're so organized. When you and I had a call early on in Reliable Revenue, you told me to make sure I paid myself and to email you. So rather than just email you, I figured I'd put it out to everybody else and it's just kind of become a thing. It's a great thing. I love it. I love it. And so when you, so you were an Inner Circle member first, for sure. And uh, yeah, like you're really organized and consistent. I love that about you. But what, like, how did you know that, okay, now I'm going to, I'm going to move over to the reliable revenue stage. I'm doing it. Like, what was the thing? Your kids are growing up. I know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it was any one specific thing. It just kind of felt like the next step. And I knew, especially that I needed, like Nicola said, to take control of the numbers because the numbers are scary, especially if you're someone who's like really in love with your product or being a maker, or it's not something that you want to have to think about, but it's, there's no way really to progress without it. And I think reliable, I felt like reliable revenue would give me the confidence to know what to do with the numbers. And it did. Yeah. 
Yeah, because let's just stick with you for a minute. So you are so confident now, and every one of you knows your numbers, which is because before we started, you rolled them off to me, which is so darn good. But you, uh, you know, you moved to 3PL this year. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. We, and I know your next step is to uh, hire someone for your customer service. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I know what I told you I thought you should be able to do because you just handed off some $20 an hour jobs or $25 an hour jobs and you should be doing the $200 an hour jobs. And so what's 2021 going to look like for you? Like what is your goal as far as uh, a percentage increase or big things that you want to happen, getting a bigger paycheck? Right. Well, I figure if I increase 200% last year, I should be able, to be able to do at least that again. So wouldn't that be amazing? Yes, that would be great, which would then, of course, lead to an increased paycheck. Yeah. So your strategy uh, when we were, you know, and I was uh, pushing you towards uh, just paying yourself because there's never a right time. I think a lot of us think, oh, the sky will open up and then a sign will drop down to say it's okay to pay yourself now or whatever. Um but you, I thought you took a really kind of clever approach to paying yourself. Do you want to share that? Because it's good. I, I do a percentage of my net sales. I have I pay myself every week. I just find it more motivating than waiting till the end of the month. So I started doing five percent of my net sales, and then realized when I looked at the numbers that I could increase it to ten, and then increase it again to fifteen. So I, right now I pay myself 15% of the net sales. And you are a reseller. Everybody needs to right. know that. So you don't have whopper, whopper margins. Right. You just decided that you were as important as all the other things in your business. Right. Love it. So you're going to increase your sales by 200% because you know I'm going to chase you now. Yep. Okay. Great. Do it. <laughs> all right. Did you finish your strategic planning document? I did. All right. Did. My favorite thing. I love doing that. I don't yeah. need anyone to talk to me or breathe near me while I'm doing it. So Another fun. thing, if I could just kind of do an aside that hasn't really been mentioned is the access to the coaches in Reliable Revenue has oh, been so valuable for me. That is just, I have an appointment later today and that has helped so much with my Clavio and my Google ads specifically. Oh, so good. So, and when you say it's helped so much, it's actually brought you sales. They're right. they're kind oh, of amazing. amazing, right? They're the best yep. of the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, there comes a time when, when, like, we all have our limits. Like, you all are managers, really, of this business, right? You don't have to be a specialist in all the things. And so there comes a time when you know enough about what you're trying to achieve, like the outcome you want what you really want to spend on this, that you can outsource some of this stuff too, if you want. And so knowing what's available to you, like, like Leona Griffin, can we just talk about her? <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> I'm so grateful for the day I met her. Can we just talk about that? <laughs> She's just so good. And Claudia is so patient and good with Clavio. It's really great. So thank you for mentioning that. I didn't think about that. So I'm going to hold you to it. increase. What about you, Joanne? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? For this year? Yeah. Uh, Well, if I, if I get to my, the number I want to get to, it will be probably a 200% increase. Yeah. (laughs) That's, I am looking for that. You're, you're all already successful, but you, you've already like the year before you had great success too. So I think that with your VIP program that you're doing and just your new, um, not new, but 
over the time your sense of uh, like confidence in what you're doing and moving forward? I, th- I think you could double your sales. Well, just when we talked this morning about how, um, you know, I, how am I going to scale? Yeah. I would never have even thought about that last year. I was just kind of like, I just need to make some sales. But now I'm like, I need to scale and how am I going to do it? Because I make everything. So that's, that's a big, um, big deal. You know, that's a big yeah. deal. I have to figure that out. And if I want to get to that 200%, I have to figure that out. And so that's the one thing. That's the one thing you have to do because you've got lead generation mm-hmm. knocking out of the park, right? You're average- Well, the quiz, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're at, everyone needs to think about that. We have to do an episode about that. Um, and uh, your average order value is really high. Your conversion mm-hmm. rate is high. And so, yeah, you're number one. Well, my conversion rate could use some help still, but I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> but, I, you know, it, it really is. I, I realized when you asked us before about our one thing, I think that was like last month's mm-hmm. coaching, and I really didn't know what it was. But now I do. I know that my one thing is I need to focus on scaling and how I'm going to be able to do that without killing myself. Yes. So that you can actually <laughs> have a life. Right. Yes, for sure. So good. I love that. I love that goal. So uh, what about you, Jen? What's happening in 2021? Besides, hopefully you can get on a plane and go somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, So between 2019 and 2020, I doubled my traffic every month. So I'd like to do the same this this year as well. Um, Put my VIP program in place, which I hope helps my conversion rate. That's a sticky point in my business. Oh, you need to talk to Anne for sure. Yeah, yes. Well, and I have talked to Anne about this actually, um, which might also go to my ads as well and the audiences for my ads. But um, so in, from a sales perspective, I'm not, I feel a little silly because I don't have 200%. I would just, I'd like to go 20%, get back to where I, where I was in 2020 um, and just continue like growing my email list, um, working with influencers. It's all, it's all little stuff, but it all adds up. Yep. And I would say that, um, well, like, we'll see. I think that you can probably get that 20% just because now you have, uh, you're not the roadblock for getting products listed. Mm-hmm. You have all that free headspace. And, uh, you know, it's not weighing heavily on you that you can't get your products listed because I know you had a lot of products that you just couldn't, like, when you have a lot of one of the one of a kind stuff, it's hard. And so, you know, it's actually, so one of the ways that I tried to tackle that issue is I set up what was called JJ's secret vault. So every week I would release some of this like product that had just been sitting in my back room at a discounted price. And now, and people have loved it. And so now my problem is that as I'm running out of product, that's just like sitting in my back room. So, um, but I don't want that to go away because I use it as a lead generation generator, as well as like this fun weekly event that I do Facebook lives with and people love it. Love it. Oh yeah. I think you're going to get 20% plus no problem, but I like your strategy of doubling your traffic because you're just getting more eyeballs on your stuff. And you know, you don't have an immediate conversion cycle. You sell jewelry, it's not often immediate. So um, yeah, I think it's going to be great. Good for you. And I love, see, there's the, what I mean is that confidence to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Identifying a problem, solving the problem and money in the bank. Yay. And then you don't have to walk by all that stuff all the time. Exactly. Looking at you going, we're still here. 
<laughs> okay, Nicola, I love your one thing for next year. So, so this year, I guess. So tell us what's going to happen in 2021. So I think what my one thing was going to be, um, I really want to get those email sales to be somewhere between probably 65 and 80% of my overall sale. Yeah, I know. Um, if you're going to do a goal, you might as well do a big one. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do. Because there were some months last year where it was 72% of my sales wow. came from email marketing. So you, so you know, want to spend money on paid traffic. You want? No, I don't. I really don't want. To. I don't. I definitely don't want to send, spend too much money with Facebook. That is for definite. Um, yeah. And Google Ads, I stopped about a year ago. So this is the other way to do it for me. And where my ladies are all, you know, forty-five plus, um, yeah, I think they're still in the email stage. Yeah. And they like email, so. Yeah. So your one thing is you just have to, I, I can't wait to, uh, I have this little thing I want to walk you all through, but I can't wait uh, to see yours because I think we need to identify what the value of a lead is to you through your mm -hmm. new lead and welcome. And then we have to set you a goal. Listen to me, yeah. bossing you around on the podcast, but we have to set you a, a lead goal every month because that's all you'll have to do to get your sales. Yeah, that's where I think it's at for me. I've, I've been down the Google, I've been down yeah. the Facebook. I think it's feeling kind now. of by that. Yeah. yeah, so good, so so good. Anyway, listen, thank you all for giving up your time uh, to uh, to share with everyone else, and and I get to catch up with you. So that is lucky me. Now I have all sorts of things that I'm going to make some notes on so I can talk to you about next next time we're all together. But I wanted to thank you. Do you have anybody have any last words? Plus, where can people find you? People will want to see your shops now that they know you. So go ahead, whoever's unmuted. Is anyone unmuted? I am. <laughs> there you go. Go ahead, Nicola. Where can everybody yeah. see you? Everyone can find me at the Accessory Barn um, and I'm on Facebook at the Accessory Barn. Um, and the one other thing I just wanted to say, which I meant to say before, was the good thing about your course is that you don't sell the course and disappear like others. Oh, I've bought no. other courses in the past and you never see from that person again. But with you, you're in the group, you know, everyone's got access to you, you know, so you when you buy, you're not on your own. Oh, so that, that's that's a plus a massive plus yeah I want to be I want it actually to be an experience so last year we made it six weeks and I was like oh that's a little tight <laughs> so, and you know we flopped our way through to eight weeks this this year is going to be eight weeks and I'm hoping you all will join in because you can be uh you know you can check your stuff make sure you're still good and have a couple new things to to add in but what I really want uh uh you to uh, experiences, uh, you know, telling those people that are going, what, another email I want, I'm calling you to tell them it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'll be there. Our coaches will be there. I have something new. I have, uh, last year, I did some accountability and progress coaching. Listen up, everybody. I didn't do it. I was the victim in the accountability and the progress uh, coaching because, you know, we have so many ideas, people like us, and not enough time ever. And so it really helped me a lot. And so we are going to include that in uh, Reliable Revenue. 
this year just to have, yeah, I know. It's really good. I really, I got so much done last year. It was kind of amazing. I probably need that for my life too, but I did it just for business. So yeah, thank you for that. That's great. So the Accessory Barn, go look. If you need some sparkly sandals, it's the best place to be. Allison, where can everybody find you? My company is Ease Living, so E-A-S-E, Living. So the website's easeliving.com, and I'm the best. I spend the most time on Facebook, so that's probably the best place to look at social. I have a little bit everywhere, but. Yeah. Hey, I just wanted, uh, actually for myself, some of the things you you sell are drop shipped, right? The Not larger everything. items, right. The large items, yeah. The walkers, you know, the boxes are 40 pounds, so it would be cost prohibitive for them to ship it to me yeah. and to ship it again. So. Yeah. So some of your product is drop shipped. Super mm -hmm. cool. So go visit Allison at Ease Living. And Jen, where can everybody see your lovely site? There, my, uh, I'm online. So JJ Caprices, JJ for Jen Jetta, C-A-P-R-I-C-E-S.com. Um, Facebook, I have a Facebook group as well as Instagram. Ah, actually, you're the only one that has a Facebook group, I think. You don't have one, do you, Joanne? Oh, she does. Okay. Yeah. So you, do you spend a lot of time in that group? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but when you need to get the community to act, they do. So it's totally worth it. It's super good. Okay. Joanne, where can everybody see you? Uh, so they can find me at steelpony.com, S-T-E-E-L-P-O-N-Y.com. My handles for Instagram and Facebook and everything else is steelponystyle. And I just wanted to say that um, I feel confident because that I can accomplish my goals because I have Susan and the rest of the Reliable Revenue Group. There are a whole bunch of smart women who share freely and want everybody to succeed. And I really feel like I finally found the, my group. So don't ever go away. <laughs> please. Oh, I'm not planning it. I love this is the best. Uh, this is the best job I've ever had in my life. And, you know, I've been self-employed like you since I was 30. But there's something, uh, I love e-commerce for sure, but there's something about working with a group like this, a group of women, whether it's, uh, you know, in the inner circle, it's harder to get to know people. But with in our group, it's pretty small, right, and tight. And so there's nothing better than watching you all win. Like, yay. <laughs> It just feels so good because I, when I think about the quality of life for for us, um, and I know that you all have a nice quality of life that we can work from wherever pretty much. Like we have, fle yeah, flexibility. Joanne has that bricks and mortar still, but not forever. Um, and we we get to decide. We get to decide about all the things, and that's that's so good. Like it's just great. So the one thing we have to make sure we do when we do all this is make sure that we compensate ourselves for it because people like us tend to say, oh, I'm just gonna get that extra thing, that extra software or whatever it is, I'll pay myself next week. And so it's to see you all thrive and uh, like to have our boss, Allison, make sure we all pay ourselves and <laughs> so darn good. So listen guys, thank you so much. Uh, if anyone is interested in joining us uh, for Reliable Revenue, we only open once a year. And we like that, right? We like to just stay focused. But uh, we're going to we're gonna launch the course again in February. I hope you'll all join us. 
you. Uh, I think that there are a number of other people that you haven't met that you will love to meet. And uh, like the stories are just amazing. Quite a diverse group. But listen, guys, I can't wait to see you back in the group. I have something so good to share with you. So can't wait uh, to do that. And thanks again. We'll see you all soon. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50K and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way. And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices, because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list. We will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.